This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, May 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. E15 and ERS decisions looming. Peterson tried to slow trade aid. Trump looks to August for Japan deal and the UK Prime Minister key to ag trade. In the week ahead, E15 and ERS decisions are possible. Congress is out for the week, but the Trump administration could still make news the next few days. EPA is due to release its rule allowing for summertime use of E15 and implementing reforms in the market for biofuel credits or renewable identification numbers. The rule is due to be issued before Saturday, June 1st. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue also could announce a decision as early as this week on where he plans to move the Economic Research Service and the National Institute for Food and Agriculture. On Capitol Hill, the Senate passed a $19.1 billion disaster relief bill that Democrats in the White House reached an agreement on last week. It still remained stuck in the House with lawmakers out of town. Democratic leaders tried to clear the bill by voice vote on Friday, but that move required unanimous consent to bring up the measure. And Texas GOP Representative Chip Roy blocked the move. Unless Roy relents, the House won't be able to clear the legislation until lawmakers return to D.C. next week. House approval of the measure will send it to President Trump for his signature. Peterson worries about trade aid. House Agriculture Chairman Colin Peterson tells AgriPulse that he tried to talk to Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue and Deputy Secretary Steve Sinsky into holding off on announcing the $16 billion trade assistance package the department announced last week. Peterson, a Minnesota Democrat and chair of the Ag Committee of the House, fears that basing the new market facilitation program payments on planted acreage will influence planning decisions being made by farmers across the Midwest who've been unable to get into their fields before now. Peterson said, I think this is going to force more soybean acres, which we don't need, into the system, contrary to what they say they want to do. Peterson also is concerned that basing the MFP payments on county rates will result in payment disparities that will anger farmers. No Japan deal until after July elections. President Trump hasn't just been involved in sumo wrestling and courtly visits or golf during his trip to Japan. There's also been a lot of talk about trade. Much of the anticipated U.S.-Japan free trade agreement likely won't happen until after Japanese elections being held in July, Trump said during his visit there. Trade-wise, I think we'll be announcing some things probably in August, Trump said yesterday. We have to do a little catching up with Japan. They've been doing much more business with us. We'd like to do a little more business uh, in reverse. While the primary purpose for the trip was the coronation of a new emperor, U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer joined up with the presidential delegation in Tokyo over the weekend and has been negotiating the trade pact, officials tell AgriPulse. U.S. Ag has a stake in the next U.K. Prime Minister. The United Kingdom will be getting a new prime minister soon, and the U.S. ag sector could benefit if former foreign secretary and London mayor Boris Johnson gets the job. Johnson, a controversial figure who once got stuck on a zip line over London's Victoria Park, 
favors a much more severe break with the European Union than current Prime Minister Theresa May, who has announced she will step down from her office on June 7th. May has been pushing and failing to get Parliament there to approve a so-called soft Brexit that would essentially keep the UK in the EU Customs Union for at least another year, and possibly two years after that. A hard Brexit would make a cleaner break from the European Union and all of its restrictions that hamper or block U.S. farm commodities. Johnson, who was quoted by The Guardian saying, We will leave the EU on 31 October, deal or no deal. Senate Democrats seek to block relocations. Senate Democrats are making a last-ditch effort to get Ag Secretary Purdue to call off the relocation of the ERS and the NIFA. Eight Democrats in the Senate, led by Chris Van Hollen of Maryland, have introduced a bill to block the move. In addition, Van Hollen has put on hold the nominee for USDA Chief Scientist Scott Hutchins, an entomologist and former Corteva AgriScience executive. The bill would keep the agencies within the National Capital Region and prevent Purdue from placing ERS under the authority of the chief economist. The bill is similar to legislation introduced in the House by Maine's Shelley Pingree. That bill has 19 co-sponsors, all Democrats. Now keep in mind, Democrats don't control the Senate, so there isn't much they can do to stop the relocation if Ag Secretary Sonny Purdue moves forward with it. Van Hollen's block on Hutchin does keep his nomination in limbo for the foreseeable future. He's currently serving as Deputy Undersecretary for Research, Education, and Economics. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service gets more time for Monarch decision. The Fish and Wildlife Service has been given an additional 18 months to decide whether the monarch butterfly deserves Endangered Species Act protection under an agreement reached with environmental groups. As the result of a lawsuit filed by the Center for Food Safety and the Center for Biological Diversity, FWS agreed in 2016 to decide by June 30th of this year whether the butterfly should be listed as threatened or endangered under the ESA. Now, the Fish and Wildlife Service will have until December 15th, 2020. Wanted. EPA Pesticide Advisors. EPA is seeking new members for its Pesticide Program Dialogue Committee, which meets twice a year to provide input to the agency on pesticide-related issues. EPA said it will consider candidates from the following sectors, environment, public interest, and animal rights groups, farm worker organizations, pesticide industry and trade associations, pesticide user, grower, and commodity groups, federal and state local tribal governments, the general public, academia, and public health organizations. EPA is encouraging nominations of women and men of all racial and ethnic groups. Here's today's He Said It. It's no surprise that when you challenge the ways of the swamp, the few who are swamp creatures are going to attack and bite back. That's Representative Chip Roy of Texas to Fox and Friends responding to criticism from colleagues after he blocked final congressional passage of the disaster aid bill. Well, that is Daybreak for this Tuesday, May 28th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. 
For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.